Welcome back to the Fit-ish Project with your host, myself, Lathan Bass, where we make fitness and health practical for the average person like me and you. So on this week's episode of the podcast, I wanted to talk a little bit about goals. So I'm sure at some point or another, you probably either set a goal and, you know, obviously try to reach that goal. Maybe you were successful, maybe you weren't. I'm a person who loves goals. I'm a very achievement kind of goal focused type of person. So I love to have a goal out there and try to strive for that certain goal. And so for me, I think, you know, goals are important to have. I think when you look at people who have done impressive things or people who have achieved, you know, certain status or, you know, done things that you might look at and say, wow, that's pretty impressive. You know, those type of people, they always have goals. And I think, you know, having goals gives you sort of an aiming point. If you don't have an aiming point, it's really hard to know where you're going. So for that reason, I think that goals can be super important. And without like a clear, concise goal, it's very hard to create an effective plan. And if you don't have an effective plan, I mean, then what are you really doing? You know, you're probably wasting some time. You're probably getting frustrated at times. You're probably, you know, doing a lot of things that aren't necessarily getting you the results that you want. And so for that reason, I think that you know, goals can be super important. And right along with that, you know, I'm not huge on motivation, but motivation is important for certain aspects, especially when we're talking in terms of like fitness goals. If you can, you know, stay motivated and find ways to, you know, create your own motivation, I think that creates excitement within what you're doing, helps to keep you driven and help keep you going in the right direction. So for all those reasons, I think goals are pretty important. But I also know that, you know, there's plenty of people out there who set goals every year and they don't achieve those goals. You know, we have New Year's coming up in a couple months here. We're almost through 2023. And we all know that with New Year's comes, you know, people creating new goals for themselves, which again, I think is great. But if you look at like different studies and look at the statistics behind a lot of, you know, New Year's goals, a very, very, very large majority of people never achieve those goals. So, I wanted to break down the way that, you know, I go about setting goals because I think it's important. And as I said, you know, I've always been kind of a goal oriented type person, achievement type person. And I started thinking about this whole concept. I was on a walk, which, you know, that's where a lot of my ideas come from is, you know, when I'm out on a walk, which side note, if you are somebody who, you know, gets stressed, if you are anxious, if you are trying to work through some type of challenge or problem or maybe your mental health is a little bit down, then I would highly encourage you to start taking regular walks. And if you can do them outdoors where, you know, you're outside with some fresh air, maybe a little sunlight, I think there's just something a little magical about just getting out there and being able to get some steps in, move your body, because anytime you're, you know, you're struggling or you have a problem or an issue, not saying that walking is going to solve that problem, but you never come back in a worse mood after a walk. And it's something that I've really, really implemented within the last probably three years, honestly, when COVID started is when I really started getting into taking more walks and just realized the power within it. Obviously, you know, it has some good physical benefits, but for me, it's majority of the reason I get out and walk at least once, most times, twice a day is for the mental aspect. It's just a great way to clear your head, work through some problems, maybe do some problem solving, work through challenges. It's just a good time to just get away and just reflect and, you know, clear your head. So again, if you're somebody who is, you know, you struggle maybe a little bit or, you know, you're having a bad day, get outside, get yourself a walk. But anyways, back to the main point, I was I was on a walk and I was thinking about 
you know, what I was going to talk about a little bit this week on the podcast in full transparency. I was, you know, having kind of a, a day where I was struggling a little bit. Just recently, I've been just thinking a lot about, you know, my new kind of transition into life. And I'm in a phase right now where I was in a very comfortable position with teaching and coaching. And I had a very similar routine, very similar structure. I kind of knew what to expect every single day, you know, within regards to my job and everything I was doing and all that kind of stuff. And now where I'm transitioning into running my own fitness business and having to learn a lot of new things, having to create my own structure, having to figure out my own schedule and figure out, you know, all these new things that I have to be doing and go through some, some of those growing pains that come with a transition. Because anytime you have a transition or a change within your life, you know, things are going to be a little bit uncomfortable. So, you know, it was just kind of pondering on that a little bit and just, you know, thinking about, you know, different things. And one of the things that I typically like to do when I'm having, you know, a little bit of an off day, or maybe I'm struggling or like, you know, having a little bit of self doubt, or, you know, maybe like wondering if I'm doing the right things, like, am I making the right decisions? One of the things that I do, and it's something that I, I picked up from a book that I read a while back uh, from David Goggins, and he called this his cookie jar. So basically what it is, is you take this jar and you write out on little tiny notes, like all the different things that you've accomplished throughout your life, maybe all the hard things that you've done, all the struggles you've overcome, you know, different things that you've achieved throughout your life. So, you know, you probably have a pretty good list if you take some time to really go back and think about all the different things that you've overcome, different things you've achieved, all that different kind of stuff. You write these things down, tear them all up, put them inside this jar. And anytime you're having a bad day or maybe you, you're having some self-doubt or, you know, you failed at something and you're just feeling a little bit down, like you don't know, you know whether or not, you know, you're, you're capable of doing the things you want to do. Like you're just really just feeling off. Like you go into this cookie jar, you reach in there, pull a couple of those things out and just read them. Because I think a lot of times we forget about all the things that we have accomplished because we're so future focused. Like we don't really think about all the things that we've been able to overcome in our past. And we just get solely focused on like the next thing or, you know, we're drawn to the things that we need to work on or maybe the things that we failed on. And it's really easy to overlook all those things that, you know, you've done in the past. And I'm sure if you take a little time to like think about those things and write some of those things down, you'd be very surprised at all the things that you've been able to accomplish and achieve at this point in your life. So I really like that exercise. And it's something that I always try to do again, whenever I'm, you know, maybe having a little bit of an off day or struggling a little bit or having some self-doubt because we all have it, you know, we all go through phases in our life where, we're not necessarily, you know, the most confident, or maybe we're feeling a little down, or, you know, we're just wondering, like, if we're doing the right things, like, if we're heading in the right direction. And so having those things that you can look back on to remind yourself of, okay, I did, I did do this really hard thing. I did, you know, accomplish this thing. I did go through this really rough time, but I made it out the other side, and I became a better person because of that. And so, again, I was recently, you know, just kind of having one of those days. So I was thinking back in terms of like, you know, fitness and like, health and all that stuff, like just different things that I've been able to accomplish. And thinking back all the way to like high school, you know, where I was playing multiple sports, I was all conference in different sports, all state and football and, and into college, you know, playing college football and being a team captain, coming back from ACL surgery, which was like one of the hardest things that I ever had to do it was super long road, like 
over eight months and not being able to walk at one point and having to build all my strength back up. Like that was a super crappy time that I overcame. And then even more recently, you know, like I've talked about losing a hundred pounds quite a bit. Like that was a huge accomplishment for me and something that was difficult. And I've been able to obviously achieve that and, you know, thrive within that area of my life. And even more recently, just like last year, I had the goal to dunk a basketball, you know, just kind of a fun, stupid goal. But I was able to achieve that for the first time in my life at 29 years old, which is really cool. And then, you know, five months ago or so, I, I ran a marathon, which like something that I always thought would be kind of cool. But like, you know, looking back at it now, like running 26.2 miles is pretty insane. Like I go for runs now for, you know, two, three, four miles, five miles at a time. And I'm like, damn, I really ran 26.2 miles all at one time. Like looking back and like really thinking about some of those things that, you know, you've accomplished and you've done, I think it's just a great way to kind of bring you back and give you a little bit more confidence and help you get back into a place where like, you can do the things that you need to do, like you're in the right headspace. So I was thinking about those things because like I said, I was, you know, just having a little bit of an off day, struggling a little bit, like having a little bit of self-doubt. And so when I was thinking about those things, I started thinking more so about, okay, like what's the, what's the lesson in that? Like I've been able to accomplish these things, but like how can I kind of package this up and turn this into maybe uh, something that can help other people? So I thought, started thinking about all those things, like what's been kind of the common denominator, like how have I been able to achieve those things? And for me, I came back to setting goals. Like goals have always been something that I've always had, like even from a very young age, like I just remember always having these certain goals and mostly, you know, it started out with sports. And then as I've gotten older, you know, having different goals within like business and fitness and different things like that. So I just started thinking about like, what's the framework that I use for goals? Because as I said, I think sometimes we overcomplicate things and I like to keep things very simple. So today I just wanted to kind of share a little bit of how I go about setting my goals. And it's just three basic steps and it's nothing too crazy, but I think, you know, having a framework that makes sense to you and something that's simple that you can actually use, I think is, is helpful for people. So I just wanted to talk about those things today. And then hopefully by the end of this, you know, you'll be able to understand how to actually set goals, you know, kind of the steps that you need to do in order to set an effective goal. And then obviously the thing that we're all after is achieving those goals. So, um, you know, when it comes down to like my personal goal setting, I basically have three kind of like stages or phases that I think about. And so like you have the pre-plan, which is like, you know, deciding on your goal and figuring out your why and all that kind of stuff. Then you have your actual plan, which is kind of like, you know, the meat of it, figuring out, you know, how are you going to attack this thing? What do I need to focus on? What things do I need to do? What do I need to learn? All that type of stuff. And then to finish it out, you have your practice, which is basically like, okay, you have your plan, you have your plan in place, like, you know, your goal, all that kind of stuff. And now it's time to actually do the work. And so we'll go through those three areas and just talk about what things to focus on, uh, maybe some tips within each one of those things, and then go from there. So getting into this very first stage, as I said, which is the pre-plan. So the thing that I always do when I have a certain goal is I figure out, okay, I want this goal or like, I think I want this goal. Let me actually take a little bit of time to reflect and see like, is this something that's actually important to me? So like, what is this goal that I want? Like, why do I want to chase this? Like, why do I want to achieve this? Like, is this actually important to me? And this is a step that I think a lot of people skip by. And even more specifically when it comes to fitness, because like now it's very easy to like see people on social media and you see this person who's super ripped or super strong or has this body or 
like does this and you think to yourself, man, I want that. But like, you don't really actually take any time to think about, okay, like, why do I want that? Or do I really want that? Or am I just saying that I want that? Like, do I, am I willing to put in all that time and effort to get this goal? Or do I just, am I just saying this because I think it sounds good enough? Which I think, you know, if more people took a little bit more time to reflect on like, is this a goal that's actually important to me? And like, why is this goal actually important to me? I think you would save yourself a lot of time and you would be able to come up with more effective, more meaningful goals because you don't really want to have a goal that's, you know, not meaningful to you. And when I think about it, there's kind of two separate camps when it comes to goals. So on one hand, you have your goals that are like, you're super excited about these goals. They're going to be fun. Like you're just really pumped up about doing these goals. Like for me, for example, like dunking a basketball was something that I was really excited about. Like I was excited to do all the training. I was excited to learn more about it. I was excited to figure out, you know, how to actually accomplish this goal because it was something that I always wanted to do. And it was something that I was, you know, really excited to be able to say I could do and like just something that I always wanted to do as a kid and I never could do it. But it was also something that like, you know, there was no pressure on this. Like I didn't have to achieve this goal for any certain desired result. I didn't have to do it for anybody else. I was just doing it solely for my own satisfaction as something that, you know, because I always wanted to do it. So like I was pumped, I was excited, like it was going to be a fun goal. And so that's like one side of your goals. Like you have those goals that like, you know, they're fun and they're easy and they're very lighthearted and no big deal. But then you have other goals that maybe like, you know, they're going to be very tough. Like they might not be something that you're super excited about, but they're important to you. For example, like, let's say like a health goal, like you have somebody who's like severely overweight and they know like if they don't get healthy, like they're going to have some serious health problems down the line. Like they're, you know, shortening their life. They might not be able to see their, their grandkids grow up or maybe even their kids grow up. Like they're going to have a lower quality of life. They're not going to be able to do the things they want to do. So like, that's a goal that they might not be super excited about. And they know it's going to be very difficult and very challenging, very hard, but like they know they need to do it. So it's important to them. Or like money, maybe there's like somebody out there, you know, like, you want to buy a house or like you have this big purchase or like you're trying to get out of debt. And like, you know, that, you know, this goal of having to save money probably isn't going to be the most fun experience. Like you may have to cut back on your lifestyle. You may have to miss out on some things like maybe you can't travel as much or go out to eat or like whatever the case may be. But you also know that like this financial goal is important to you and it's something that you need to achieve. So like it's important, but you might not necessarily be like super excited and super pumped about it. So because it's important to you, it makes it easier to stick to that thing and be more into it versus like a goal that, you know, maybe you're just thinking, like I said, you see somebody on Instagram and they're like super fit and you're like, man, I want to be fit. But like, it's not really that important to you because like, maybe you don't really have any like health problems or anything like that. Like, you know, you're a solid, healthy weight, but in order to get that result that they have, you would have to like really get in the gym and like, you know, do something and spend a lot of time, like spend maybe, you know, your resources and money on a trainer and like do all these different things in order to get that result. And like, that's not really important to you. And it's not like super pressing. So like those type of goals, I don't think are the best because if you, if it's not important to you or it's not something that's like fun, the likelihood of you actually sticking to it is not very high. So it's got to either be like fun and like really engaging to you, or it's got to be important to you. And sometimes it's both, which is great. But if it's not one of those two things, then again, the likelihood of you like actually sticking with that goal is very low. So I would say before you create a goal, like make sure it's one of those two things. And 
some it's something that's important to you or it's something that you know it's really fun and you're looking forward to it and you know that you know it's going to be a fun process and you'll have no issues sticking to it so once you have this goal in mind next it's time to figure out your why behind this goal and this is probably something that you've heard of or heard people talk about before but like they'll ask you you know what's your why like what's the reason that you really want to go after this goal and again i think this is important to take some time to reflect on because if you don't have a good why, especially if you are somebody who's going after one of these goals that like, you know, is going to be difficult, you know, is going to be hard. And, you know, there's going to be times that you probably want to quit. And there's going to be times where it's a struggle, like you need to have this why in place, because that's going to keep you coming back, that's going to keep you motivated, that's going to keep you in the fight when things get hard, because any goal that's worthwhile, there's going to be some hard times, like it's going to be challenging. There's going to be times where you don't want to keep doing it, but you need to have this why so that you can come back to this when those times do pop up. So, for example, for me, like when I decided I wanted to lose weight, I was 300 pounds at the time and I was just unhappy. Like I just genuinely just wasn't happy with the body I was in. I was walking around in a body that I knew wasn't what I wanted to be represented as because I knew like I could do better is what I'm trying to say. Like I knew I could be less weight. I knew I could be more confident. I knew I could be more fit. I knew I could be more in shape. I knew I could be healthier. Like I knew I had the ability to do all these things and I should be doing these things because it was something that was important to me, but I wasn't doing it. So that was my why whenever I got frustrated or whenever, you know, I didn't think I was making enough progress or there was days where I didn't want to work out. I was like, well, do you want to be in this body or be in this position where you're continually unhappy for the next, you know, 30, 40, 50 years? Like, absolutely not that sounds freaking miserable like you're not going to do that so you come back on those days where you're not feeling it and you just keep pushing through because your why is more important than anything else and getting to that desired result i think you have to make sure that you have a good why in place so again i think you know this first stage is really important it's kind of like your foundation because if you don't have a good goal like if you don't have a goal that excites you or is important to you and then second if you don't have a good why behind that goal I think you're just setting yourself up for failure. So take some time on this initial stage and make sure that like you're very certain that this is something that, you know, it means something to you and figure out the reason why it actually means something to you. So that again, when things get tough, you're not going to have those issues of wanting to quit. You're not going to fall off. You're not going to be like most of those people at the beginning of the year who create these goals and then they never stick to them. So that is stage number one. That is the pre-plan. Once you have your goal, then we go into phase two, which is the plan. So again, this is just my framework. And these are the things that I do and that have worked well for me to be able to you know, achieve some of those things that I talked about at the beginning of the podcast. So with stage two, we have the plan. So the very first thing that I always do when I have a certain goal is I go and I research. I try to find people who have done what I want to do. And even better, if I can find people who have done what I want to do, but who have also helped other people do that same exact thing. What I mean by that is like, if I want to, you know, dunk a basketball, for example, I went and I researched people who teach other people how to dunk a basketball, but also somebody who can dunk a basketball. And I think, you know, that doesn't always hold true. And you can find people who necessarily, you know, maybe they didn't do the certain thing that you want to do, but they're really good at helping other people, you know, they're a coach and they've been around those people. But for me personally, I always think it's a little bit better because if that person's been in my shoes, like if they have the same perspective that I have, like they know the struggles, they know how I feel, they know, you know, all the little things that you go through and, you know, all those little things I think are very important in 
being able to, you know, work with somebody like that or get a program from somebody like that or, you know, learn from somebody like that, I think you're just going to get a little bit more value out of those things versus somebody who's never been in that situation. Now, again, that's my personal opinion. You know, maybe you have had an experience where you worked with somebody who they didn't necessarily do the thing that you wanted to do, but they help other people do that. And, you know, they, you got to find a result. Like, perfectly okay. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. But for me, I like to have somebody who's been in my shoes and who also has helped other people do that. And then once you find those people, like, see what they did, like, check out their plan or, you know, hear their story, listen to the things that they did, like, because success leaves clues. And if you're somebody who's trying to go for a goal that you've never you know, went for before, then it's very helpful to hear some other people's experiences, hear their perspectives, you can see where maybe they made some mistakes, so you can save yourself things that worked well for them, maybe you can try those things. And not all things are going to work for you because, you know, we're all different in the way that we go about achieving our goals and setting up our plan may be a little bit different. But I think if you can take a little bit of time and find some different people where you can compare some different strategies and think about how it might fit with you, that's a way to figure out, you know, the most optimal plan for you. Because what's optimal for, you know, this person might not be optimal for you because, you know, there's a lot of different factors to consider. For example, like, super easy thing to think about is like, let's say a diet, for example, like there's dozens of different kinds of diets out there. But a diet that works for me might be a little bit different than the diet that works for you. So I think it's about finding a plan that actually fits for you. And something that you know, is going to make it much easier for you to stick to because if you have a, you know, a crappy strategy, a crappy plan, well, again, the likelihood of you reaching your goal is probably not super high. So after you have, you know, done a little bit of research, maybe checked out some different plans and things like that, like maybe you've looked through some different diets or different training programs, different methodologies, like all that different kind of stuff, different ways that you could attack your goal. Now it's time to get a little bit more specific about that goal. And you don't need to have every single little detail figured out because I think that's where a lot of people also go wrong and never actually trying to go for their goals is they try to over plan too much or they try to plan for every situation, every scenario, and it's just not possible. You need to get enough information. And then once you have enough information, then it's time to go for it. Um, so for example, like getting specific, let's say you have a goal about you are wanting to run a marathon, you know, like I did. So, okay, how many days am I planning on training? What training program am I, I going to follow? Um, do I need to get some running shoes? Like, what are those going to look like? Like other little things like that, other little details that you need to think about that takes a little bit of planning. But once you have those things in place, it's going to make your plan a little bit more smooth and a little bit easier to execute the plan. So think about some of those details. You know, like I said, don't get crazy about it. You don't have to think of every little thing, but more of those things that you can think about and get taken care of at the beginning is just going to make smoother transition into going for this goal and being able to put in the work and not having to worry about so many other things along the way. So get specific about it. Next, once you have kind of created your plan, you've thought about some of the details, you know, you have your basic overview, your basic plan that you're going to be doing, find some sort of accountability. Now, this can be done alone, or you can also include somebody else within your, you know, kind of accountability group, if you want to call it that, your, as your accountability buddy. So what I mean by this is like, you need to understand the type of person that you are. So if like, you're a very self-motivated person, like if you, you know, haven't struggled to achieve a lot of goals in the past, like you're very disciplined, you know, that sort of thing, like you're just self-motivated. Maybe you don't need anybody. Like, for example, like I've, I've mentioned myself, a lot of my goals are pretty self-driven. You know, I'll do certain things like I'll 
post on social media to kind of help keep me accountable, or maybe I'll tell a couple people about my goal. For other people, maybe you're not that type of person, like you need a little bit of accountability. And like, there's not a right or wrong answer. There's, you know, it's just the type of person that you are, just be honest with yourself. Like, if you need somebody to help hold you accountable, then find somebody like that, whether it's somebody who's going to try to achieve that goal with you, maybe it's a coach, maybe it is a group that you're with who's also trying to achieve that goal. Like there's different ways that you can go about doing that, finding a little bit of accountability. But I think having that is is huge. Like if you look at people who are trying to achieve something big, a lot of times they'll have like a training partner, like whether it's in like sports or whatever, like they'll have either a group or they'll have a training partner or they'll have a coach, like they'll have somebody there who holds them accountable because it's very easy to fall off or maybe skip something or like maybe not do your best when you're the only one watching. But when you have other eyes on you, when you have other people that you have to report to, like it makes that process a little bit harder. So, you know, setting yourself up with that can be super helpful. I know like for me, when I was running my marathon, I decided to do it with a buddy. Um, when I had the idea, I texted him because I knew that my buddy Dan had also had the idea that he wanted to run a marathon. So I texted him. I was like, you know, we could do this together. We can kind of hold each other accountable and, you know, it could be really fun, which is exactly what we did. You know, he decided he wanted to do it. And so throughout that process, like we'd be checking in with each other, checking in, like, how are your long runs going? A couple of different times we actually were able to train together, which was really cool. So yeah, just having somebody there who can kind of keep you in check and who you know you have to report to is a big thing and can help quite a bit. So find some sort of accountability. And then the last part of this whole planning thing is finding a way to track your progress. So when it comes to achieving goals, seeing progress while chasing your goal is very important. And I think it's something that's probably a little bit underrated. For one, it keeps you motivated and it keeps you coming back and it keeps you you know, discipline within that pursuit to your goal. Because obviously delayed gratification is important with goals. And like I said, any goal that's worthwhile is probably going to take some time. So you do need to have some delayed gratification. Like you need to be able to continue to show up even when you're not seeing as much progress as you would like. But, you know, just being honest, like as humans, we like to see progress. Like progress makes us happy. We like to see that the work that we're putting in is going towards something and that it's worthwhile and that we're not wasting our time. So finding ways to track progress is important. And there's a million different ways that you can do this depending on your goal. Like, you know, let's say fitness, for example, it could be maybe you have a goal that you want to get stronger. Well, are you, you know, getting stronger within the gym each week, like, or every couple of weeks or every month? Um, maybe you want to lose weight. Well, are you losing inches off your body? Is that scale going down? Are your progress pictures looking different? Maybe it's like your goal is to, I want to get more consistent within the gym, like track those, like get a calendar, mark off the days that you work out versus the days you don't. Like there's a tons of different ways that you can track progress, but having some way to track progress to actually physically show yourself and remind yourself that you are making progress, that you are moving in the right direction is huge. It's huge for the psychology. It's huge for your mindset. It's huge for, you know, keeping you motivated and keeping you coming back and continuing to do those things. Because like I said, it's, it's hard. It's hard to keep showing up for those goals that take a long time if you don't feel like you're making any progress. And then lastly, right along with that, like with the tracking progress things, make sure you celebrate your progress along the way, like you're big and your small wins. So maybe, you know, you lose a couple inches off your body. Well, celebrate that, like be happy about that. Take a moment to, you know, acknowledge to yourself. Maybe you, uh, you know, go and you buy yourself a new, 
nice workout clothing or like, you know, something like that where you can just take a minute to just celebrate those things. Like whatever, whatever that looks like for you, but do it. Like celebrate those small wins because like I said, the process is typically pretty long for any type of goal that's going to be meaningful. So go ahead and celebrate yourself. I know like for me, when I was doing my marathon, like every time I did a long run, I would always just take a moment. Once I finished that long run, after I would get back, I'd be kind of dead and, you know, a little bit sore and probably hurting a little bit. But I would just take a couple moments to just check out my route and like really just think about, OK, I just ran 16 miles like I could never have done that eight weeks ago or whatever, like or years ago, like or when I was 300 pounds, like that's something that I never, ever could have even imagined. But I just did that. Like I just ran 18 miles or 20 miles, like doing those things and just taking a moment to just reflect on, you know, the progress that you're making and really celebrating those small wins can go a long way. So I would highly encourage you to do that throughout your process. And then getting to this last phase. So the last phase, we've, we've talked about the pre-plan, we've talked about the plan, and now getting to the last phase, which is practice. You notice those thing, things are all start with a P, you know, try to keep it simple. <laughs> so we have the pre-plan, we have the plan, and then we have practice. So practice is just doing the actual work. And I think, you know, when it comes to goals, like the biggest thing that you need to realize is that without consistency, nothing else really matters. So like you might have the perfect plan, you might have, you know, the perfect why you're you're thinking about, you know, all these things and why it's important to you and, you know, you're excited about it. But like if you aren't consistent with your action, well, you're not going to get anywhere with your goal. So like when we aren't seeing the progress that we want to see, it's because we're not being as consistent as we should be. And, you know, when it's taking longer than it should, it's probably because we're not being as consistent as we should be. Oftentimes when it comes to, you know, achieving our goals, it just comes down to consistency. Because if you've done those first two steps and you've taken your time, like you've got a solid plan and, you know, you got a solid why, you've taken time to really think about why this goal is important and you're still not really seeing the results you want. Well, it's not because you need a new plan or, you know, you need a new goal. It's because you're not being consistent enough. And a lot of times that's that's what it comes down to. It's just being consistent because there will be days when you're going to be unmotivated. There will be days when you don't want to show up. But how do you handle those days? On those days, do you continue to be consistent or do you fold and, you know, you don't do those things? Like that's going to happen from time to time where, you know, you're going to miss a day or you're going to fall off a little bit. But like, how do you respond to those things? Do you get back on track and continue to work on that consistency? Or do you let that one day or one workout or, you know, one meal turn into several days, several weeks, maybe a month, and now you're not really seeing any progress or maybe you're moving in the wrong direction? Because being able to show up and be consistent, that's that's where the magic is. Like being able to, you know, consistently show up, do the things you need to do. Like that's where that's where all the progress is made right there. And it's simple, but, you know, simple doesn't always mean easy. So find ways to, uh, you know, help yourself out, out a little bit when it comes to being consistent. And a couple of just super quick, easy tips is helping yourself, you know, be more consistent or setting yourself up to win is what I call it is. One thing you can do is set up your environment. So like, for example, when it comes to, you know, running or when it comes to like, maybe you're on a diet and you want to lose some weight, well, doing some things to set up your environment, maybe like meal prepping, or maybe, you know, keeping your running shoes near the door as a good reminder, like doing little things like that, super easy to do, super simple, like doesn't seem like it would make a big difference. But again, setting up your environment to win is huge. And it can something that, you know, you can do with very little effort, but it can make a big difference. So 
set up your environment to win. Obviously, you know, number two, practice some good habits. Like in the beginning, a lot of times when you have a goal, when you have something that you're trying to strive for, you probably don't necessarily have all the habits in place. But in order to create those habits, you need to be consistent. So focus on the actions that you need to do in order to create those good habits versus just solely focusing on the outcome. And is that going to be easy at first? Probably not. Like it's going to take some time to build up those habits, but just focus on showing up, doing those actions over and over and over. Like the more consistent that you can be with those habits, the easier that it's going to be. And then as we talked about using accountability is also a big thing. So when it comes to consistency, having some form of accountability is just going to help you that much more when it comes to being consistent. And then finally, the last um, idea that I wanted to leave you with, and it's something that you know I've used a lot ever since I read this book, probably, shoot, at this point, it was probably close to 10 years ago when I first read that book, but it's called um, The Slight Edge. Great book, and it's all about you know doing very small little habits, doing little things to kind of culminates over days and days and weeks and weeks, months and months in order to create this huge result in the end. So, you know, you get the title slight edge every day, do these behaviors, do these little things, adds up over time and you get these huge results that you're after. And this always helped me a lot because a lot of times when you create some type of goal, like it's typically a big goal, like it's something that's meaningful to you and it's going to take a while, but couldn't be big and daunting and like scary to kind of go for these goals. But when you can break those things down into pieces, when you can chunk those things down and make it more realistic, make it more digestible, it makes getting to that goal seem a lot easier. So using these daily or weekly disciplines, as they call them in the book, helped me a lot. So for example, like you might have the goal to like for me, I had the goal originally to, you know, lose weight. I wanted my original goal was to lose 75 pounds. Well, if I look at 75 pounds, like that's going to take me over a year. And that sucks. Like, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about having to lose 75 pounds when I'm, you know, 300 pounds. That seems like it's a freaking lifetime away. Like, do I ever know if I'm ever going to get there? Like all the hard work that I'm going to have to put in. But when I can break that down into a daily discipline, like, okay, this day I'm going to eat 200 grams of protein. I'm going to eat 2,500 calories, and I'm going to get my 10,000 steps in this day. Can I do those three things? Absolutely. I can do that for one day, like no problem. Now I start adding those up, you know, those days turn into weeks, weeks turn into months, months turn into an entire year. And I look back throughout an entire year. And by doing that little daily discipline, now I've lost 60 pounds throughout the year, which is awesome. Or maybe on a weekly basis, I'm like, Okay, I know I need to start working out. Like I want to start building more muscle. All right, my weekly discipline is I need to get four workouts in in the weight room. Like I need to get my my four strength training workouts in and I'll be solid. Like that is a lot easier than thinking about, okay, I want to build 20 pounds of muscle. And in order to do that, I'm going to have to be in the gym for an entire year. Well, again, that's pretty daunting and that's kind of not really fun to think about, but when I can break it down into a weekly basis, I just need to get my four workouts in each week and eventually I'm going to get to that goal. Well, that's going to be a lot easier to manage than thinking about that long-term goal. And I know like these concepts, they sound so simple. They sound almost dumb when you talk about them because they seem like, okay, like that's not like anything groundbreaking, but it's so true that like a lot of this stuff comes down to like your mindset and it comes down to like the psychology behind the way that we actually think as humans. So being able to use these little tips can be super, super helpful. And don't overestimate like what these simple tips can do for your, you know, your motivation and 
know, your behavior and your consistency and all that stuff, because I promise you after, you know, achieving a lot of these goals that I talked about, and then also working with other people who have these bigger goals of like, you know, long-term weight loss or building more muscle or getting more healthy. Like these goals take six months, eight months, a year to like accomplish. So having these little tools in your tool belt to use to help you stay on track and keep striving towards that goal can help so much. So hopefully, you know, kind of talking about that stuff helps a little bit and gives you a couple of things that you can think about. But with that, that kind of rounds it out. So we had, you know, like I talked about the, the, the three phases, the three stages of building a good goal and executing on that goal. So um, wrapping this thing up, you know, there's a million different ways that you can set goals and achieve goals. Obviously, you know, this was my framework that I've used to achieve a lot of my goals. And, you know, I think it's simple and easy to follow. And I think if you can do those things and, and walk through it in a way that makes sense to you and use this framework that, you know, you can achieve some good goals too. But I think the big thing is, you know, having a plan, being able to stick to that plan and then just really understanding like why it is that you're going after what you're going after. And if you can do those three things, like if you can be consistent, if you have a solid plan and if you really understand the why behind it, I think you can reach a lot of the goals that you may have. So again, hopefully this was helpful. If it was, do me a favor and uh, share it with somebody who you also think would get a little bit of value out of this because that continues to help grow the show, you know, leave a review, all that stuff helps a lot too. Been noticing, you know, the listening has been going up, been getting more downloads and more plays and stuff like that. So I know some of you guys are sharing this and, you know, helping me out in that way, which I greatly appreciate means a ton to me because, you know, getting this information out to people and helping them better themselves and improve their lives is something that's important to me. And it's something that I know is important to each one of you guys. So again, I appreciate that a ton. Um, and then the last thing I wanted to say, um, just have a few spots open with coaching with it being a new month, taking on some new one-on-one uh, -on -one coaching clients. Again, I've been capping that at about five people per month, so I can take on up to five people. So if you're interested in getting some coaching, just reach out. I know with uh, you know the holidays are coming up and I had recently just heard, came across a video on social media and they talked about, you know, this is statistically the time when people put on the most weight. So while I know a lot of people, you know, they're like, oh, I'm getting busy, this isn't a great time. Well. If you can set yourself up now to at least like maintain throughout the end of the year and then you know maybe the beginning of the year comes and you really want to hit your goals and go hard after those things you're just setting yourself up for a much better more successful year and again if you can figure out how to do these things when you're busy when you're not as busy these things become so much easier so it's never a bad time you know it's never going to seem like the exact right time but there's never a bad time to focus on your fitness focus on your health so if you're somebody who's interested in getting a little bit ahead of start on that um, you can always reach out. I'm sure I'm going to be a little bit more busy when the new year comes around. So again, if you're interested, I would try to hop on that stuff right now. And if you just want more information, you know, you can always fill out the link and we can have a conversation, see if it's a good fit, no pressure. If not, it's all good. Appreciate you listening. And with that, we will see you next week.